everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Lisa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to, to your, your twilight. Lisa, <laughs> that was the worst you've ever done. <laughs> we just practiced so many times. I think that's the worst this one. It's too hard. <laughs> it's too hard. What was wrong with how we were doing it before? It's so slow. It's so slow. It lasts but, like, ages. Why? Because it goes like, to your twilight days <laughs> like, as we're all like watching problem. each other have you why listened to it well, yeah i just think it could be snappier <laughs> i think so too i agree i what? just think it's why it can adrian change the theme song 15 Five times, times. <laughs> yeah but we can't make the intro a little snappier because there's three of us it's too hard <laughs> Well, you know what? There were three of us when he changed the theme song too, and we <laughs> inappropriately applied it. Uh, and uh, yeah, and you'll remember time. he changed it so many times, but I never changed what I was uploading. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's the point. <laughs> so, actually, I'm not capable of this. <laughs> Melissa, no, you're. Think of all the witchy spiritual stuff. And that you are into. And think of, like, your capacity and potential mm-hmm. as a human being, mm-hmm. as a child of the universe. Child You're telling universe. me you can't say Twilight Phase <laughs> a beat faster. It's just really hard, Maya. <laughs> With all your, like, divine feminine power, you can't say Twilight Phase. Uh, maybe, maybe it's hard because it shouldn't be said like that. No, that's, what that's, that's, that's what my intuition is saying. That's what my intuition is saying. My reject my intuition rejects your intuition. <laughs> yeah, our that's intuition outvotes your intuition. can't reject my intuition. It's too late. It already did. <laughs> oh, hey guys, what's up? What's new? <laughs> we're in the future right now. We're always in the future. Yeah, but we're extra in the future we're right now. In the fu- we're we're actually prepared a little bit. So a we're little bit. Not Listeners. Po- not the Thursday before the Saturday that we put yeah. up the We're two weeks so. in advance. Yeah, the episode that you listened well, to we last say it week now, or two weeks ago? Go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Don't jinx us, Maya. Well, it, actually, we're like a month in advance. No. Two yeah, weeks. because... Only two weeks. Oh, no. Yeah, it's two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> like the time that... We're I was a exp- month in the future. <laughs> it's like the time I was explaining to Scott that, like, even though I'm a, a year older than him, he was going to catch up to me. And he was like, no. And I was like, yes. And I was acting like he was so stupid that he couldn't okay, wait, understand. That reminds me of one of my favorite Arthur quotes of all time. When Arthur the Aardvark? Arthur the Aardvark, <laughs> when their mom is like, DW, you can do that when you're Arthur's age. And DW is like, but mom, I'll never be Arthur's age. He'll <laughs> always be three years older than me. <laughs> yeah, what DW understood is what I could not. <laughs> this reminds me of the time that my brain literally fell apart about math and it was only a couple months ago and it was when so i'm i when i turned 30 my dad turned 60 yeah and for and for whatever reason i was like were you like he's always been twice he's always been twice my age (laughs) i was like wow how could i never realize you've always been exactly double my age and like that's not how that works no (laughs) 
I was like, but I can't make so fun of you because of what I've already revealed. You were six. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait. And then I knew that wasn't right. Did but I was you like, say wait, that to him? Why isn't it right, though? <laughs> I couldn't understand why it wasn't right. <laughs> Wait, I want to go back to how Maya thought Scott was going to catch up to her. <laughs> can you explain? Can, can you describe you it or no? I, I mean, really, no. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I, you will age and I won't. So you'll catch up. What are you, Edward? <laughs> like when I'm 28, you'll turn have your birthday and then you'll turn 28. We'll both be 28. <laughs> just like, oh. Because I sometimes it's true if you're less than a year apart, it is true. Right, you do. Right, eventually sometimes somebody catch does up. catch up to you. We're a little over a year apart. <laughs> <laughs> so you've never anyway, listeners. What I was trying to get to is that the episode that you heard most recently from us, we filmed, we recorded just now, just now. Yeah, so we're so prepared. We read two chapters at once. We're recording all at once. I forgot to set our timer. Like, we're crushing it. We don't yeah. know what we're doing. No, we do know. Because we know saw that I was going out of town for, Gets like, for a fun reasons. month. And we were like, okay, film one extra episode. That solves the problem of Maya being gone for that long. Close I enough. do want to say that, listeners, my vote was to just not record anything while Yeah, so gone. good thing Melissa's not in charge. <laughs> good thing our intuition outvotes your intuition. Uh, yeah, and now um, my intuition is hungry. If you, you listen got to this, outvoted. right when we put it out, maybe, hopefully, universe willing, Maya's in Europe right now. Yeah. I want to like talk about it as if I'm I'm in like the future's present, you know, like, oh, so, like you guys. In, I'm having so the right best now, time you're in, in Europe right now. Yeah, like oh my god, you guys, London. It was so fun. I had the best time. Oh yeah, now we're in Paris. Blah blah blah. Paris, Paris, Paris. Wait, are you actually going to be in Paris on that day? Well, I don't know when we're actually releasing this so i don't know but i think i'm probably gonna be in paris yeah because we're doing two weeks in london no it'll be switzerland cool we're doing two wow. weeks in london three days in paris a week in switzerland wow What's, and then what i'm wanna... going to paris after that i'm yeah. and i'm only going to paris because i'm trying not to make this trip too difficult for the yep. universe yep <laughs> <laughs> yeah you Take don't want to push it I'm nope. not pushing it. Just, I just let me get to Paris. <laughs> yep. Maya, you've been to London before, right? Yeah. Uh, what you... That's where I studied abroad. That's what I thought. What do you want to, like, what are you excited to go back and do? <sighs> they have this restaurant called Dishoom. Listeners, go to London. Get Dishoom. It's Indian food. It will change your life. And I was talking to friend of the pod, KF, who is currently... Well, currently in Barcelona, but was in London, and was like, like you have to go to Dishoom. And KF later was like, oh yeah, I thought like, oh cute, Maya like found something that she like really enjoyed. I guess I'll try it. But then she tried it, and guess what? Now she's on a mission to go to every location and try everything on the menu. It's <laughs> that good. Wow. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see my friends. Uh, I, I'm just excited to walk around. Like, I mean, this is like 
you know, definitely your first international trip since COVID. Yeah, for sure. I just, like, have certain walks, like, get off at the Bank Street stop and cross Millennium Bridge. And, well, first you, like, go over by St. Paul's and then you cross Millennium Bridge, which, listeners, is, like, the bridge from the Harry Potter movies where... Oh, yeah, like, the, the, the one that the Dementors, like... Yeah, the Dementors destroy it. Um, and then you, like, cross that bridge and you're over by the Tate Modern and Shakespeare's Globe. Like, that's just one of my favorite walks. I like doing that walk. I might do it twice. And there are, you know, other little little paths, routes that I enjoy walking, and I'm excited to just walk around. That's cute. That's what I want okay. to do in Paris. I just want to walk around and, and get and like feel like a, a person who lives in Paris. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I just want to be in Paris. So Maya will not have been to Switzerland yet, probably. So listeners, if you have any pro tips for Paris or where are you going to be in Switzerland? Uh, we are arriving in Zurich. We're taking the train. From Zurich, we are going to Lauterbrunnen. And Ooh. then after Lauterbrunnen, we are going back to Zurich for like two, three days. All right. So oh. Zurich and Paris, really. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. if you, you have tips Well, Paris... it's more Lauterbrunnen than Zurich. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess, Maya, you can give me your tips on Paris, too. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But also, if you have tips on Paris, let me know. If I, I want to like hide something for you in mm, Paris, that would be fun. Oh my god, yeah. leave a leave a lock on the bridge. I told KF that I will be in Paris, and she was like, "I'll see if I can get to Paris again." Mm. So I might see so maybe the secret you leave will be KF. Will be KF. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so fun. Oh yeah, listeners, KF is going on like almost this entire vacation with me and Scott. My mom was like, why would you do that? Why would you like take a whole long vacation with a friend? That's a horrible idea. And I was like, it's an amazing idea. We're going to have so much fun. My parents did a long honeymoon. I think they were, I think it was like six weeks maybe in Europe. And um, they like met up with like my mom's sister for part of it and with some of their friends for part of it and yeah. it whole time so yeah especially for longer trips yeah like, especially if it's longer you got time to do all the things yeah, yeah like if i weren't friends very purposefully doing this trip by myself i a thousand percent would have figured out going with someone like yeah i i'm just very purposefully being like i feel like i need to do this by myself yeah because you're on like a journey well that's what i've intended it to be (laughs) yeah previously it's just been a delayed journey (laughs) it's been very delayed i did do no self-growth in my time (laughs) none none in the interim i did a bit of traveling alone when i was studying abroad and i do feel like it like made me a lot more like okay well like if i can fly to paris alone then like i'll be fine i can do a fucking anything everything's will everything will be fine yeah that's how i feel about my year abroad in general it showed me that like i can figure stuff out right i don't need to know how to do everything right You'll figure it out when you get there. And, like, I feel like I had that when I moved here to New York City. It's yeah. just, like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, you know, it, my dad always talks about, like, the seven-year, like, rut. Like, every seven years, you feel like you need to shake things up. And I have been in New York slash at my current job for seven years. And it feels very much like I need a shake up. And, like, maybe mm-hmm. traveling abroad by myself will give me some idea as to what I want to do about it. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Are you, you're not getting a tattoo there anymore, right? No. It's not part of the plan this time? No, just the logistics of it and complicated. it's complicated. Um, yeah, listeners, I've been trying to figure out a goddamn tattoo for literal years now, and that also has evaded me. And poor Melissa, we did not trust her. She told us exactly what she wanted, and we were like, that's not what you want. <laughs> no, I was, I tried to play it off. That's how I was on the inside, but on the outside, <laughs> yeah, I was but like, she knew that's how we are you, were. I know that's sure how you were. that you mean You're like, American, you, traditional you mean American? Traditional? Like, traditional American is what you and mean? I'm like, and I was like, and yep. you know why? Because I've watched two tattoo shows, okay? So I know what American traditional is. And yeah. I was like, really? You? I know. But you want, like, an eagle and, like, the American flag. <laughs> Mom and a heart. Yeah. And Melissa was like, no, I just want it in that style. But, like, a pretty pictures, witchy we were lady. like, oh, that's cool. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing is I know exactly what I want. And then I have to. You know, I'm, I'm just having, specifically what yeah, you want. Yeah. And having to find someone who can do that for me. But, like, yeah. also have creative liberties. And yeah. also not be three thousand dollars uh is an issue it's expensive (laughs) i'm not paying three thousand dollars it is original art that's going to be on you forever right so which is why i'm like i honestly i was like a thousand yeah but like the latest like quote that i got was for it's for a like a three inch by two inch tattoo and she was and it was like three thousand dollars what and i was like "Uh, no that's so small (laughs) that's tiny i know that's so tiny I was like, I do understand that you're an artist and you are making this for me, but I, I can't do that. Yeah. That's not even, that's like a post-it. Yeah. That's literally, I was like, that's as big as it needs to be. Like, it, yeah, I would you can't, like. can't I do would, it any smaller. Right. I was like, I would do bigger, but apparently that's going to be. Can't afford it. <laughs> well, we're well, going to find you someone. We're going to yeah, do it. So nah. that's where we're at. Anyway. <sighs> Anyways. Twilight. Twilight. Are we reading any letters? Yeah. Um, we are working backwards, catching up on some letters. Today. I love your optimism, Maya. <laughs> I said catching up. <laughs> Not necessarily. That, although I kind of do think we will catch up. Um, but the subject line is 21, Twilight. Woo! <laughs> Which is fun. Uh, starts off. Uh, first she starts off by saying that she was listening to Ashley Green's podcast and was really excited for it, mm-hmm. but it just like didn't hit. But then she found us, you know. <gasps> yeah. Wow. In a world of stale beer podcasts, yours was a glass of hundred-year-old brandy. <gasps> Shut up! Did she actually say that? Did she yes. really write that? <laughs> We should put that somewhere we on should, our Yeah, we should, page. like, blurb that on our, <laughs> on, on our image. Uh, Too kind. During its heyday, I was not a tween or a twy mom, but a 20-year-old twy hard. At the time, friendless, outsider, not like other girls Bella spoke to me. Such a mood. My 21st birthday was Twilight-themed. I attached some pics because pics or it didn't happen. For my Facebook album, I named 21 Twilight Woo because I was a very cool person. Your Facebook album! (laughs) My mom actually surprised me and she did all the decorating herself. We had Twizzler blood bags. My dad made a chessboard cake. It was (laughs) glorious. I love that her picture. 
anticipated. Yeah. I know. Um, and then we'll like do the photos later, but I really like the section that goes, something I still think is so stupid is how Smyre described the wolves to be as big as horses. Makes it even more ridiculous that people think they're bears. Bears are big, but not the size of horses, and they look nothing like wolves. So WTF, Stephanie? How about wolves the size of bears? bears? Wouldn't that make more sense and still show that they're bigger than the average wolf? So dumb. I love that, because, like, beyond the size, they're not the same shape. No. Whatsoever. No. Bears are so them, like, round. Really, like long-legged wolves <laughs> like their legs are still <laughs> long-legged bears it's true whenever i imagine the wolves i just imagine like big dogs i don't imagine a horse yeah when i look at a picture of an actual wolf though i'm like oh my god they're so big right like you forget they are. like you could like literally are just... they smaller than bears you could make them just regular wolf size honestly and like they would yeah, be wolves big. are big <laughs> it also like really made the movie's job that much harder <laughs> that they have to have these gigantic wolves so like they're already cgi wolves that are right. gonna look a little bit off but they're also too they're large also the size of horses so it, it <laughs> emphasizes how not real the wolf is because it's also the wrong size <laughs> Excellent point. <laughs> Excellent point. And then, oh, the glorious, glorious photos. Here's the first one. Oh my god, the poster. Yep, the poster. There's, there's like a poster on a window, and it's like the classic Edward and Bella close-up. Him staring down at her from above. Yeah, we have red balloons, red garlands, a chessboard cake on a table in the middle that is just beautifully executed <laughs> black tablecloth of course, of course it's all black and red then this next one is like oh the spread God. the blood bag twizzlers look at the image on the cake <laughs> like all of the cullens gathered around for the movie poster i want to know who made that cake <laughs> i wish that was it for Deary? the cake like the image they had somehow put your face in it like you're there too it's your birthday yeah, that would be fun and then here is our pal wow yes. i mean oh that's God. amazing looks like it looks so time. good it looks like were they all wearing like white and red and looks yeah like a great time that's so fun and black we should and have then a best party of like all, that now we're there's another cake to. That's a wolf. <laughs> it's a wolf. I thought that was a, a bat. Head. It looks like a bat. Hey, wait. I think we, it looks like a bear. We are gonna have a party. We're gonna finally have our sleepover. Oh my hopefully. god, we still. I still. We need to do our crop top. Do you have our shirts? Yeah. I still have your shirts. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god. Oh, my toilet They're crop right top. over there. Oh my god. When? Why did we put this on the back burner? I don't know. I like I had. I had like a medical thing going on and then i think maya i think it overlapped with maya's trip and we moved it again christmas and... yeah it was gonna be it was gonna in be like between October. like a few weeks ago and the trip and scott was... and i when we booked the trip we were like okay oh, we're yeah. not seeing people oh. right because if we get sick we're out thousands of dollars right i was confusing that with my birthday 
Mm. Um, when, when I wanted to watch Cinderella Story. Oh, yeah. We also couldn't do that. Um, why, why couldn't we do that? We've been trying to get together for so, like, literally since October. Literally. So long. It's um, been one million years. <laughs> well, this time it's going to happen. This time it's going to happen. Uh, not in February, but... This time it's real. <laughs> <gasps> All right. It is Whose time. Is it? It's me. I turn? Yeah. Hi. Chapter 26. Shiny. I'm going to really try to keep it brief. So Charlie's on his way out, and he's like, had a great time. Let's not mention any of this to Renee. Um... <laughs> They talk a little more. Charlie and Bella have a really sweet moment. Charlie is over the moon in love with Renesme already. He, like, hugs her and kind of plays with her as he's leaving. It's one of those things where, you know, when your parents are like, it's time to go, but then they stand there for, like, 45 minutes just Forever. still talking. <laughs> like, that's, that's, like, what is happening. Um, he finally leaves and says he's going to come back soon. And Bella's like, yay, I did it. I didn't kill him. And everyone is really proud of her. Um, and then Emmett, like, makes another off-color <laughs> joke. And Bella's like, Emmett, how about a wager? <laughs> what, what is this called again? I forget. An arm wrestling? An arm wrestle. <laughs> Let's arm wrestle. In motion. I was like... <laughs> waving a flag <laughs> let's arm wrestle if i win you can't say anything about my sex life ever again and emmett's like okay but if i win it's gonna get way worse which is like it, you're talking about your sister now you know yeah. um yeah like, whatever <laughs> she absolutely smokes him it's really fun and then bella just enjoys being strong she like digs her fingers into rock just to turn it into gravel Renesme laughs for what seems to be the first time because she yeah. loves watching Bella just like have fun karate chopping <laughs> boulders into dust uh, Edward very famously looks into Bella's eyes right in front of Renesme and is like you are the most beautiful person because Bella's like Renesme you're the prettiest and Edward's like no you're not <laughs> Bella's the pretty shit. <laughs> and then there's like a really lovely moment where Bella is like, wow, look at how amazing my life is. When I was a human, I wasn't the best at anything. Like I was medium at a lot of stuff. And now I'm an amazing vampire. Like I found something I'm the best at. And like I have this amazing family. And I even get to keep Charlie. It's so much more than I ever thought. Like I'm so happy. That's the chapter. Nine. I give you a seven because you forgot what I thought was the funniest part of the chapter, which is we find out what Renesmee's middle name is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which I don't know why never stuck in my memory. I was like, you know Renesmee's middle name? And I was like, no, I don't. And then she says, Carly with a C. Like, because Carly, I guess, is spelled with a K otherwise. And yeah, which like, <laughs> and she's, it's the combination of Carlisle and Charlie, and that's when you realize that she named their dads sort of almost the same thing. Charlie is like working class Carlisle. They're like the yeah. same name in different class brackets. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's just so funny because at this point they've <laughs> fully given up on the pretense of oh, yeah. of like the child being yeah. adopted yeah. So from is, Edward. It really is like brother. more like they do truly just agree well, yep, this yeah. is our that we all know what's happening. Because right. if you adopted your niece, why would you rename her? She would her? have a name already. <laughs> Great point. Why would her name be Renee's May? <laughs> and Carly. <laughs> and Carly. <laughs> so oh, let's otherwise that was a great recap. I mean, take, I'll take my average of an eight. <laughs> fuck Renee, I guess. Truly, fuck Renee. Yeah, Renee. <laughs> hasn't like have they told her that she's supposedly sick i don't even think she knows that she's sick renee didn't seem to call on her birthday yeah nope renee seemed to make no attempt at communication i know that can't be true but we they just aren't mentioning it yeah they're like whatever it's just more convenient for renee to be written out of the narrative yeah it's so it's it's accomplished in in two lines I don't know how much we should tell Renee about this, Car- Charlie. Carly. <laughs> Carly said, hesitating with one foot out the door. <laughs> so this is literally I mean, an afterthought. And also, by saying we're not going to tell her about any of this, you are essentially confirming, like, what, you're never going to see her again? Right. Is that yeah. the plan? <laughs> and I nodded. Like- I know. I don't want to freak her out. Better to protect her. This stuff isn't for the faint-hearted. Ooh, like, okay. burn. <laughs> I think what comes next is funny too. Charlie's like, I mean, I would have tried to protect you. I didn't know any of this was happening. <laughs> I didn't give me like a little moment for Charlie. I was like, yeah, poor guy. Just yeah. doing his best. <laughs> I really felt for him because he's like, hang on. In the previous chapter, he says to Jake, like, did Bella know what she was getting into? And Jacob's like, yeah, she's not, like, since she came to Forks. And then yeah. he's like, this wait whole time. a minute. <laughs> I, I do imagine it might make you feel like a terrible father. I mean, he right. was very suspicious of Edward. Like, he knew that Edward was weird. Well, he, I mean, he, are, so, I'm just gonna let, so, one, Charlie already was pretty absent from Bella's life up mm-hmm. through her teenager dumb, except for, like, the occasional summer. And then she comes to live with you and she storms off apparently back to her mom's, what, like two months into living with you and comes back completely broken. Uh, (laughs) She fell out a window. (laughs) NBD. (laughs) Whatever. And then while she's there, she also enters a catatonic depressive episode once said boyfriend leaves. And Charlie's not even- one year, isn't it? It's yeah. so fast. Is that no? It's not. It's like a year. I mean, you can track it by like the school year. You know, yeah. they meet not that long before prom at the end of the year. They meet second semester. Right. And then. Oh yeah, they meet second semester. Yeah, yeah and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. of junior year, and right. she just graduated, like right. a month or two ago in yeah. this book, and. During her super depressive episode, she gets into, like, a motorcycle accident, yeah. and... Although, he doesn't know about that. No, he does end up knowing... Well, I guess not about the accident. Yeah, not about the about accident. He just finds motorcycle. out about the motorcycles. Right. But, um... 
and then uh, she decides to get married at the very young age, and then she goes on a honeymoon and apparently almost dies and comes back. With a three-year-old. With a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlie, this honestly, he's like, listen... I clearly don't know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> you just do you. <laughs> I just feel like, Charlie, how could you have? Like, right? what could you like, have possibly What could you possibly have possibly done? done? And you know what? I will give him props for, like, here he is. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. He clearly can't know what's going on. But his priority is staying in Bella's life. Right. And yeah, he is like, good. okay, if this is what you need, as long as I can keep seeing you, then we'll figure it out. Like, Jake said that you were going to leave, but as long as we can, like, make this work, as long as I can see you. Yeah, he's like, he said you could stay for a while, but only if I'm tough enough and if I can keep my mouth shut. Which one? And Bella's like, I hate that. Yeah, Jacob took it on himself to impart all of this on Charlie, as if this is anything too manipulative. But... but like the the interaction between him and Bella is nicer than that. Yeah, he's like, "You'll visit though if you have to go." And Bella says, "I promise, Dad. Now that you know just enough, I think this can work. I'll keep as close as you want." And he like gives her a hug, which we know like Charlie never does. Keep real close, Bells. He mumbled, "Real close." Yeah. And then so, they say, I love you. It's really sweet. Yeah. And yes. then... And we never mention Renee again. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Renee sure does look a lot like you. And she's like, staying, staying, keeping Fine, it light. Neutral. Keeping it light. <laughs> she's like, keeping it light. More like Edward, I think. She has your curls. And like, all right. Okay, like, we're just bubbling. Yeah, I guess it she out. does. <laughs> this one of my favorite parts of the whole book where they're just like, yeah, we're not pretending. <laughs> it's fine. And Charlie's like, can I hold her? And she's like, okay. She passes her over and immediately he like melts and is like cooing at her. And she's like, this is a perfect baby. sturdy. <laughs> and Bella like kind of frowns like, what does that mean? And he's like, sturdy is good. Like, your kid is going to need to be tough as hell. Look at your life. <laughs> then he goes, prettiest baby I ever saw, including you, kid. Sorry, but it's true. And she's like, yeah, I know. And he's like, pretty baby. <laughs> Bouncing her around. It is really cute. I love Charlie as a grandpa. Like, honestly, I think he was really just meant to be a grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> he is such a grandpa. He'll, yeah. He might do better as a grandpa than as a dad. It's true. Yeah. Which is not his fault at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm muting and unmuting because I'm eating a slice of pizza. Um, <laughs> I really wonder what he'd be like as a dad if he and Renee hadn't split up. I think no, he would have been a good I dad. He would have been a good dad. Yeah, if yeah. he'd been given the opportunity, I feel like he would have been a perfectly right. normal. To be a dad, dad. I think he would have done a good job because he clearly cares a lot about her, and I, I really do That's feel for like. That's what most. Yeah, I really do think it's like good dad, good parent behavior to be like, I, I can't understand what's going on in your life in this instance, and I tried, but you can't tell me and so as long as you know you. that i i love you and i get to see you 
and like we're gonna make it work yeah i feel like charlie's kind of shortcoming as a dad i think he has two main ones which is that one he allows bella to be too adult you know right, to take like, care of him and yeah bella like should not be doing the cooking and the cleaning and the grocery shopping and balancing the checkbook yeah, yeah. like <laughs> he allows her to be too adult and if he saw her more as a little kid that might have have not happened as much you know True. um because like she i don't think he would have allowed it he to hasn't happen really had in the a, house yeah an opportunity to take care of her yeah and but like now the dynamic is set that like bella just does this stuff because it's what she's right. used to from renee's house yeah right. and it, it does come up in this chapter that charlie doesn't cook and he's like yeah. going over to Sue Clearwater's for her to cook food. And for him. Bella's like, I'm glad that someone's feeding him. And I'm, I'm glad like, someone else is feeding him because I don't want to do it. Clearly, Charlie's been feeding himself, and he was I feeding know. himself. He's alive. <laughs> he's alive. He's still alive. He's eating something. Right. I just is chill. If you said that to Bella, she'd be like, Well, I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. Uh. And that's when he's like, all right, well, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm going to be back. See you tomorrow, Nessie. And Bella's like, no. No. <laughs> the fucking Nessie thing. But um, it is really sweet, Charlie's reaction to the Carly middle name. He's, like, really pleased. He's like, I'm a grandpa. It's cute. Um, thanks, Bella. And she's like, go eat. We'll be here. Not eating, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't need it. You're eat. not invited for dinner here. No. So you, you should go eat, eat somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah. I did I did kind of love Charlie's like he's like a little awkward. He's like, you know, see you tomorrow, Bella. I mean, it's not like you don't look good. <laughs> <laughs> like clearly trying to in his brain be like wow my daughter is now of the beautiful clan that is the cullens but also still only my daughter yeah and he's like this is different but it's not a bad different when uh, you look you look good you look good kid. <laughs> yeah i did wish that they had done something similar as to what bella and jacob did when jacob kind of had that same comment of like all right, well, I mean, you look you look nice. And she goes, yeah, it's weird. And he's like, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I know. Like, I kind of wish Bella had been able to be like, I, I, I do look good. I look beautiful. Um, <laughs> but the more you look, the more you're, you're going to see how I used to look, too. Like, you're going to, right. it's going to get less weird. Don't worry, Charlie. Right. <laughs> and I do think they could have done that, especially since they're already, like, they're leveling being, on... like, yeah, this is my kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like Edward and also like you. And so... also like me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's so happy. She's like, wow, so I didn't murder my father. Maybe I get to have this everything. This is all working out perfectly. Maybe and I'm so... great at this. And we're only, what are we, like two-thirds through the book now? And so you are like, what is this final third of the book going to be about? True. Literally no yeah, everything's clue. wrapping up. Everything's everything's cool. getting tied off really nicely right now and it is very unclear at this point like if i didn't already know what the book is about i'd be like yeah. when are we gonna what's, what's, what's gonna happen yeah the only thing that we need to do now is um settle edward's little like 
hey, you told me that you would prove that you're stronger than Emmett. So if you could, like, do that, that'd be cool. Since that, he's be being cool. a dick and saying I mean, yeah, very sexual things in front of your father. Jokes. Like, <laughs> Which Charlie, as far Oblivious. as we know, as listeners, yeah. he lets them go by. Oblivious. He's like, I kind I feel like, I mean, Stephanie he's claims a cop, that he so doesn't probably, even clock him. Maybe he really doesn't, but I feel like. you. How could you miss it? Yeah. How could you miss it? Maybe his brain just won't I mean, allow him I know. to clock his it because it's like too like, horrifying. Like, nope, okay, not but like, you. <laughs> he's already in the zone of like, could you have had sex and made this baby nine months ago? Like, his brain is already but in the he's uncomfortable also territory. Already in the mode of, I don't, I don't understand. Want to know. And I don't, don't want to know. This is true. <laughs> this is true. But kind of about different things. He, like, his brain is like, I don't want to know about the supernatural stuff. But like, but like maybe he's just sex exists for humans it's just, too. It's just he he just added the sex into it. He maybe. already never wanted to talk about to Bella about sex anyway. Right. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> so he's just like, listen, we're not gonna talk about anything besides football. <laughs> yep. Um, and then Bella's like, Emmett. Don't you think it's maybe a little dense to antagonize the strongest vampire in the house? And for some reason, Emmett, even though he knows that newborn vampires are, like, super strong, he's like, you're not. You're still me. <laughs> like, I'm so strong I mean, that I'm stronger than a newborn. I will say that this upcoming scene was a scene that I had been waiting for, for you know, like, when Bella becomes a vampire mm. and, like, she finally gets to, like, rough and tumble with the boys and, you know, put them in their place. Um, like, I remember reading a ton of fan fiction in which <laughs> they go, like, wrestle each other. And I include, I'm pretty sure I included it something like it in my Bambi fan fiction. Oh, of course. Yes. Um, except with the deer. Yeah. Um, and um, so I was very much looking forward to this scene, and it was. I mean, I wish it had been more than arm wrestling. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, just a little tame. Like, it could have been, I feel like, more climactic than that. I wanted them to do a whole Olympics. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like, how far can you jump? How fast can you run? Right. Now, right. let's I wrestle. Break out the pole do... Literally everything possible better than him. <laughs> so that he's just in the dirt feeling the worst he's ever felt in his vampire life. <laughs> I don't want him to feel that bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want it. I mean, I want Emmett to be humbled the only way he can be humbled. Physically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. It's not that. But... She, they like they go out to a boulder and they make their little deal and then she's like i don't know he's like very large I mean, he still is a lot larger than her so yeah. i understand being like that this doesn't make this any is sense. not going to work that's not physics and then he goads <laughs> her further you gonna back down so easy little sister not much wild about you is there i bet that cottage doesn't have a scratch did edward tell you how many houses rose and i smashed Somehow it becomes Scandal about makes it a, a sex thing. It's a competition too. Breaking down, how many houses did you ruin by having sex in them? We're gonna have a sex competition. <laughs> Who can have sex the longest? And the 
most dangerously. Yeah. It's weird. It's all weird. Um, um but then they start and she's like, Oh, I'm not doing anything and he and looks the like he's working so hard. Also makes no sense. Of the course way not. She describes it. No. It's like he's putting his most effort against something like but like the way she's saying it she's just like keeping her hand there she's just holding and all of his effort isn't moving her hand nope and i'm like that's not how that works like you still have to exert effort to not move because a force still moves you yes like i don't think it sounds like she's doing nothing because she's like it actually felt really good to actually have to use all of my strength because i've been trying so hard not to break things that it's like kind of cool to actually use my muscles and then she gets bored and then she (laughs) slams his hand down right so first she like flexes a little which is so fun just to like make him lose an inch just to like torture him a little bit and then she's like just keep your mouth shut Slam! That's so good. <laughs> and like a chunk of the rock falls off. I'm sorry, you mean an eighth of its mass? <laughs> oh. You're right, my bad. That? What does that have to do with her an being a vampire? Of its I mass. have no fucking clue why she would know that, even if she is a vampire. <laughs> and Emmett is humbled. He's like, we go again tomorrow. And she's like, I'm still going to be a newborn tomorrow, Emmett. <laughs> right. Like... It is. It's, also, it's they they fun. start fucking up trees, and I was like, Listen, I know. I was trees like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Trees take a long time to grow. Okay, yeah. have some respect. Be nice if to anything, the trees. The closest to you guys as a living being is a tree. They live for <laughs> hundreds of years. <laughs> have respect for them. Sure, like you it. bitch. <laughs> then she just digs her hand straight into the boulder and smushes it. it smushes powder. it. It sounds so fun. The I also don't think the physics of this makes sense. Hard cheese. <laughs> like what? <laughs> okay. I, don't I know. really I guess. If I guess it's possible. I mean, yeah, it's not I, possible of like anything that exists. That we would be able to see, right? So what? Do, yeah, what do I know? Um, but yeah, so she just gets to have a little bit of fun now with her powers, which like love want to see more of that honestly um yeah she's exactly like a kid in a candy shop like should be she like digs her hand into it and then she starts smiling and then she like turns around karate chops it and then it like breaks in half and she just starts laughing and then she like kicks it and then she punches it and she's just like destroying it like Jesus, fun! Like she karate chops it, and I'm like, Bella, who told you how to karate chop? She's like <laughs> coming at it, like pow! <laughs> karate, karate! <laughs> uh, Renesmee also really enjoys it. Um, yeah, she's laughing. She's laughing. <laughs> she gives her a little piece of rock, and Renesmee tries to smush it. Tries to smush it, it but she's not she, that strong yet. She can a little bit. She gets a little bit of dust. Yeah, she is apparently really strong, we found out this chapter. Because she's also, like, bending spoons and stuff. Yep. And throwing them with excessive force. Yeah, Esme's second nicest silver. (laughs) Which, why does she have more than one set of silverware? She's so old, it just happens to you. They don't eat. (laughs) That's true that they don't eat. It's part of, like, you need one set. 
for right, the display. Shirag. Yeah, to display right. in the china cabinet. Yeah. But no, she has two. Um No, she has more. Or she has more. Because this is her she second needs, best. Listen, she needs to be able to furnish an entire house at the drop of a hat. Who knows when one <laughs> she of her children needs to. will need <laughs> we'll a house. Need a house. <laughs> and it'll have to immediately look like a human house. Um, Jacob is like, I think this is a little, you know, just like undignified on Bella's behalf. (laughs) It's like, Jacob, one chapter ago, you made the most immature, rash decision anyone has ever heard of. You can shut your mouth and be happy they haven't kicked you out. I know. You are lucky that worked out, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're just like having fun, giggling, and then the sun comes out, <gasps> and we get to see Bella sparkle. She sparkles. She sparkles. Everness may sparkles just a little bit. She yeah she she what did they what word did they use like she's like luminescent a faint <laughs> luminosity subtle <laughs> <Yeah>. and mysterious. <laughs> so she like has some like holographic kind of like tone <laughs> to her skin but she doesn't sparkle and she's mad think, about it think about if you went to high school with renesmee and she like she's already the prettiest girl in school she, is, she doesn't have to try you know she's really athletic glow yeah and on no sunny campaign. days it's like the sun is just within her shining out of oh every God, pore i'd i'd hate her <laughs> Oh my god. I, I feel like it, it would be like at first you'd be like, is she obsessed with body glitter? But like she's 11. Why does she wear body glitter? And then right. she would just like continue to be obsessed with body glitter. And the glitter. thing is, is that she's more human than the vampire. So she's less disconcerting than them. So like she doesn't even have that like, oh, they're really beautiful, but also like too hard to like it. In. She's just beautiful and human. And it's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> But she is mad that she doesn't sparkle like her mom. <laughs> and she lets Bella know that. You can't have everything. <laughs> Which, Renesmee. to be fair, if my whole family sparkled and I didn't, I'd be pissed. <laughs> That's probably how I'd feel at first until I realized how limiting it is. Right. Well, yeah, if she wants to be part of the human world, yes. Yeah, or just like Which go outside during be. the day in a town. Yeah, well, yeah. She doesn't. Ne- she, we, they don't necessarily know that they're going to be participating in human no. things. I guess yet. Um, but they I haven't worried about any of that really. Yet. Yeah, they haven't given it a. Same they like thought. before the whole Jacob Charlie thing. They're like, oh well, Emmett thinks we should still go to Dartmouth. Like, why don't we just right. go do the college thing? Yeah, go to Dartmouth. I'm like, what are you doing with your baby? What are you? I mean, do I know baby? people have babies in college all the you time, but it literally wasn't part of the discussion whatsoever <laughs> like what's our baby gonna do and other than that we're just we're just here arm wrestling i do not know what's coming as melissa said like i don't know i don't know what's coming they're just truly there's no you know, we have time. not mentioned the word volturi and i think that's that's eons. like part of why the charlie thing feels really like episodic and like overly right. convenient it it's felt just like, like a way oh hey remember the charlie thing introduce it don't worry we figured it out we no just way. don't tell people about vampires because the volturi will come for us but they don't even mention it here <laughs> no no 
it's <laughs> it is a long time of like trans the transition period from like plot one to plot, plot two. two. You know, like right. plot two plot one is will Bella like Have survive this yeah. pregnancy. Yeah. Then there's a long time where it's just we're in, she's like, a, a vampire, limbo. we're having a yeah, good time. Yeah, we're just having a good time. And like <laughs> we wanted more having a good time. Right. But yeah, like, I'm it, honestly not complaining because I don't care about the Volturi stuff. But I, right. I think it's it just, just like, feels really I don't, disjointed. Yeah, because like, I don't you care could, about the Volturi stuff, and I also really didn't want the whole pregnancy thing. And so it just seems like we could have had this middle part, but, like, <laughs> be it the whole thing and with plot. But also, like, have it layered with the with the conflict part right, of exactly. the plot. Where, like, we know that this <laughs> having, of getting having a gr- great time right. isn't going to last. But, like, right now she's having a great and there, time. And there's, no foresh- like, there's no foreshadow to the next plot. No, there's like, no we're driving. We're just going to get dropped into it. There is no driving momentum through no. this, except that you want to see her having except a good you're time. Just like, which is well, like, sure, okay. Yeah, let's see another arm wrestle. Let's see them have time, sex. Over and over again. <laughs> but also, we didn't even get to see them happen. I know, we don't even get to it's, see them. We just not talk like, about it. Yeah, it's not like in a romance novel where it's like, okay, here's oh, a yeah, sexy we interlude. Lots of sex it's pleasant. Don't even. This is just like, they're having sex again. They're having you sex again. You don't get again. to watch. And but it's bye. <laughs> I can't wait. And I, we're going to talk about how much I love this, having sex without showing it. And also, how does anyone ever not do this? And then pan out. <laughs> I don't know how it would work in this context, but I do feel like in a romance novel, it's mo- the sex is most effective when it influences the plot. Yeah, somehow. it fucking moves the plot right. along. Their yeah. sex here does not move the plot along whatsoever. No, this they're is just—it's a full stop for like fifteen hours. And like, yes, this is very true. That's the thing is when we were in the first part of the book, the sex is part of moving. Was part, part of the plot. Was part of the yeah. plot. Yes. Until it went too far into babydom. You're like, yes. oh no, there's a baby that's not now the kind of plot follow that I wanted. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, the sex in the beginning of the book had Bella, like, you know what? I actually don't want to be a vampire for a while. Right. Exactly. I want to go to college and stay human. It was right. affecting her decision making. She yeah. was like, I want human sex. And it just made the sex feel more like, yeah, she's choosing this over being a vampire. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. And now, now it's just, they have sex on the floor. If you told me when we first started making a Twilight podcast that actually what we were making was a sex <laughs> podcast, <laughs> I'd been like, no, it's not. It's just Twilight. But you know These what? If you let me sex. think on it for a while, I think I would have come around. Yeah. And I was well, like, yeah. oh, it actually does influence the plot for quite a long time that she wants Especially, to Especially, I, I... I think that this is a real growth moment for us and for me. <laughs> if you had told me if we would end up having a podcast and talking about sex this much, I would yeah. have been like, I don't know why I would do I that. do that? <laughs> <laughs> I already have a thing about my voice and listening to myself. Why would I do it? about sex <laughs> there were so many reasons for us to not do this podcast we were like will there be professional implications maybe. will this like limit where we can work in the maybe future? maybe yeah if so that's a risk we've decided to take <laughs> listeners sometimes 
I mean, not so often anymore, but like occasionally someone will be like, are like, does that worry you? Like <laughs> if I were to come on your podcast, could you guarantee for me that there would be like no repercussions? And it's like, <laughs> no, no, we can't that. guarantee that for you. <laughs> We're riding high on the fact that no one gives a fuck enough. No one listens to this about. Actually, I know that I'm safe because my new boss, like almost as soon as she found out that I had a podcast, was like, "I will never listen to your podcast." And I didn't like that. Sounds like Like, a like a mean thing for somebody to say. No, that's a gift. That is exactly (laughs) how I want it. Thank you. Yeah, that's a gift. I cannot tell you. Uh, well, now we're just getting. I was like, every time I feel like I've had to bring up the podcast, and as far as in dating scenarios go, uh-huh. I'm like, if they ever listen, it has happened. I'm like, I talk about about sex on this show, and we talk about penises and what's good <laughs> sex and what's bad sex and how many suck. And like Melissa, you came on and you were like, my goal for the year is to <laughs> enter a slut era. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to incorporate it into my room. I want to like. <laughs> Feng shui this Feng place shui my room. It's still to true. make it more sex friendly. And yet, now the people that I date, they just have access to all this information. You know what? Maybe you've done yourself a fucking favor. Instead of having to say any of that stuff, <laughs> just, you can be like, did you listen to this over a hundred episodes of my podcast? This podcast is my Jacob going off to turn into a wolf in front of Charlie. <laughs> You just made the decision. <laughs> Listen, you, you made can, the decision for them. You the can know as much as world. you want to know. If you um, don't want to know, if you don't, don't listen. Know, don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen, all the boy. None of the boys are gonna pick. I don't want to know. I know none of none them of them have. are gonna pick that. None of them I, have. They've all listened. <laughs> although it is buried deep, it's not like we have, have a to, sex podcast. Right. It's not but like the topic this week is. Are, Episodes penises. where we make it clear in the title and yes, the description that we're like, we're yeah, like last about week, sex. I mean, two weeks ago when it was just eggplant emoji, eggplant, <laughs> eggplant emoji, eggplant emoji. emoji, and that was the entire description for the podcast. Yeah. Listen, a year, a year ago when I was talking to someone and he's like, oh, I started listening to your podcast. He's like, you talk a lot about sex. And I'm like, <laughs> that was a year ago. Guess also, what? that's Stephanie Meyer's fault. It's not our fault. <laughs> that was like, like pre-Breaking Dawn. Exactly. All we talk about. They aren't even having Dawn sex season. yet. <laughs> yeah, well, we talked a lot about it before they ever did it. Yeah. Like a lot. Also, there's just a surprising amount of relevant, like, sexual biology that you need to get into. <laughs> that you need to get into to understand. <laughs> In order to not understand. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like it doesn't help you. No, but, but you have to talk about your it. mind to go but, yeah, there. Yeah, you gotta talk about it. Um, anyway, yeah. I so- want to know how many times the word sex appears in this quadrology. <laughs> Because I would guess it's one. Oh, in the actual books? Yes, in the actual books. How many times does the word sex appear? I I think it appears one one time. (laughs) No, it's more. Because Bella says says in this chapter, my sex life. (gasps) Earlier, we know she says, so you won't have sex with me until I'm a vampire. And that's when she finally says it. That was that first time. And we were like, (gasps) she said it. She said the word sex. I would bet that there's one additional time where sex is used in a different context. 
So we're I'm we're gonna guess three. <laughs> my guess. no, my guess is four. I have an ebook. <gasps> I'm gonna look and you don't have all the ebooks. Wait, but though. you gotta do all of them. I know, but it's most likely to all the instances besides the one are probably occurring in this book. Yeah, you're right. Search. <laughs> two! Two! Only two in Breaking Dawn. So I I would say three or four. Okay, so um once per book. Sex, sex thing. Um so that I wouldn't continue badgering him about the sex thing is what it is. <laughs> Um, that barely counts. That, that barely, barely counts. counts. And the other is, oh my god, wait, this wasn't, it says, he gave me a dubious look for this. Yes, catching my hand as it moved down his stomach. Sex was the key all along. Okay, but that's two, and it doesn't cover sex life. Where? No, but I, I searched sex, that? and it only comes up with these two. That's weird. Oh no, it comes up. That's weird. Okay, so, no, it's five. It's five. Five! So much higher than we thought. More than five. once per book. It happens twice in chapter six. Twice. Oh, wait. Sexy. <clears throat> that doesn't Do count. we count sexy? No. What is the context? That sexy woman you saw sneaking out of the house was an evil succubus. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. What section is that? It says chapter seven. Um, no, because if you feel oh, sexy, the, like, then you have to go back to when right. Edward is like, no, you look sexy, I swear, when she's wearing a so, Okay, so it's four. The word sex, just sex, is used four times. Wow. It's good stuff. And well, we on know our podcast, one in Eclipse. I would guess it's about 400 times. We said it more in the first 20 minutes of this episode <laughs> than is in all of the book. <laughs> I wonder if it appears in The Host, which I have not read. Oh, mm. that's an adult book. Yeah, I wonder if it's, like, so buttoned up here because Stephanie is, like... young adult. Yeah, like, Maybe. well, they're, like, teenagers. Yeah, teenagers. Yeah, sorry like, to the teenagers who are listening to our podcast i mean i don't know if you wanted to listen about sex as much but it's yeah i have to put that out of my mind like i love you guys our yeah, younger I can't listeners think about you. i love having you here but for this discussion can't. You don't i just gotta be like look we mark it explicit what they will do <laughs> we mark it explicit and you know what if they're reading this book this is a horny ass book it's a yeah. horny ass book <laughs> yeah it, it was marketed to them. I know. Like, this book is probably 12 and up. Because they don't even curse. They don't. Oh, they don't even curse. I mean, I feel I'm like... not opposed to teenagers it's being true. exposed to You should know books. stuff. Yeah. That's, that's fine. I just don't yeah. want to think about the fact that I'm talking about it. That I'm informing you. you of the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> In any way, shape, or form. Uh, anyway... Bella's really happy that she's not average. She's fucking great at this. Yeah, it's cute. It was like I had been born to be a vampire. I just, I just wish that it didn't take being literally perfect at everything for her to be like, yeah, now my life is good. Great point. You know, like it was good before too. You just weren't able to see it at that point. Yeah. I, I kind of understand where she's coming though from. Be 
because like her life was good before yeah and she she like appreciated a lot about her life she like loved her dad she loved being with edward but she really did resent not being able to be with edward the way that she wanted yep yeah i just felt like this, maybe to me was really indicative of her being 18 because i'm like yeah when i was 18 i definitely would have felt this way too Mm-hmm. That's true. And that's only now that I'm 31 that I can be like, yeah, fuck being perfect at all of these things. But mm-hmm. it, it's, it is like, a nice moment to read when she generally has not been the biggest fan of herself. Yes. The perfection is in the flaws. Right? I was just going to say, maybe this would hit a little better if there were more downsides to being a vampire. Right, right. Like, yes, she is really good at many parts of being a vampire, and she has sacrificed some things. It's been so easy for her. And it's been hard, but finally this is something that I'm good at. And also it's all working out and getting tied into a nice bow right here. And so you're like, what really was sacrificed? But, like, what you're reading is just everything is working out perfectly, and she's perfect, and nothing is hard, and everything's easy. And there is a, like, yeah, I'm glad that you're, like, happy with yourself i just wish that it was your own flawed self and not just right. like a magically perfected version of yourself that's another reason that i wish that the renesme thing had never happened yeah. and we would just get to watch bella go to college come into herself yeah like she can be married be with edward and like have basically everything that she has here you know like it's just when you also add her becoming a mother then it's just like the, I don't yeah. know. It's I want to watch cards against her. The growth. I want to watch her find the beauty in her own imperfections and realize that all the things that she maybe didn't like about herself are things that make her uniquely her. And in fact, she does love herself, and therefore, all those things she does indeed love after all. And it yes. is only when she accepts those parts of herself. <laughs> That she then becomes a vampire. That's mm. yeah. so like I, you can't you can't skip ahead. You can't skip to the well, perfection. You gotta find it for yourself. She first. does get to just skip to the she, good like, part. Skip yeah, the she does. Pregnancy. She gets everything. Yeah. So okay, I agree with you. I want to make a devil's art, devil's the devil's argument bark. <laughs> about like I don't think that Renesme necessarily is counter to all of those things. So, like, I think that the three of us come at this from a pretty particular, like, cultural place mm-hmm. of imagining our lives as, like, there's a lot of self-fulfillment that happens before motherhood, mm-hmm. which, like, you got, you neither of you actively wants to be a mother, but I, I would argue you're still coming from kind of the same, like, mm-hmm. cultural place of, like, first you self-actualize and then you establish yourself financially and uh materially and then you get married and then you have a child and that is not the only way true to structure your life so it could be be that like easier she could have motherhood earlier in this process but i agree that like narratively it feels like we've skipped the like yeah. self-actualization and just skipped to the part right. where she's a mother I'm just instead of letting her become self-actualized as she is a new right. mother 
like just like she already is having trouble with the self-actualization and then adding also onto it becoming a mother it's just like that's... But, like, the becoming a mother sort of makes her suddenly self-actualized. Right. Yeah, you see, for me, it's not actually about her becoming a mother. It's about her becoming a vampire. Yeah. And the reason I wish the Renesmee thing hadn't happened is because it forces her to become a vampire. Right. Before right. the before... self-actualization right. had happened. Yep. Whereas if she hadn't gotten pregnant with Renesmee, she would have gone to school. She would have she had more like, time. Hey, let's yeah. have more sex. She had yeah. decided Maybe I that will she go to college. Okay being human longer. Yeah. Right. And I think she would have like found herself and found. And then been like, well, I love my human self. And also I still want to be a vampire though. Right. Yeah. And she <laughs> could say like, so at the, I'm going to read the very end of this chapter. I was amazing now to them and to myself. It was like I had been born to be a vampire. The idea made me want to laugh, but it also made me want to sing. I had found my true place in the world, the place I fit, the place I shined. I just imagine if she had gone to school and, like, still been with Edward, but found that feeling just in her regular human self, felt that she was amazing, felt, like, the ecstasy of that, like, wanting to laugh, wanting to sing, feeling that she had found her true place in the world, with Edward, you know? Like, yeah. it's not, like, outside of her relationship. That's it, a really big part of who she is. But just, it, like... Yeah. Bef- and then become a vampire right. and still mm-hmm. feel that way. It just right. seems like it would be really easy to mistake feeling, like, that because I'm perfect at everything, that this is how I was meant to be the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want her to, like, yeah, skip over, like well no I don't think you should just default to being like being a vampire is what I was meant to be because I'm so good at it like you can not be good at a lot of stuff and that be still what you're meant to be and do like it just you know we're just jumping a lot of bridges and points here and I think that's a good point like all right so maybe you're not like the fastest runner in the world that's not bad Right. You don't have to be You're not worse because of that. Whatever you're doing in order to have meant to be doing it. Yeah. All right, let's do best sentence, worst sentence. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I actually kind of like this. Um, I feel like it's effectively done where she describes, like, Charlie's getting ready to go. And he looks around at what everybody is doing. Like, Jacob is raiding the refrigerator. (laughs) Alice is just (laughs) sitting on the stairs with Jasper's head in her lap. That's their activity. (laughs) Carlisle is reading. Esme's sketching. Rose and Emmett are making a house of cards, which is fucking hilarious. And Edward's playing piano. No, they don't have computers. (laughs) They're too cool. Their brains are computers. They don't need that shit. Yeah, they're the World Wide Web. There was no evidence that the day was coming to a close, that it might be time to eat or shift activities in preparation for evening. Something intangible had changed in the atmosphere. The Cullens weren't trying as hard as they usually did. The human charade had slipped ever so slightly, enough for Charlie to feel the difference. I really like that part. I'm going to pick a part from that section as my worst. Alice was lounging on the bottom step of the staircase with Jasper's head in her lap. She's on the bottom step yeah which means he's splayed out on the floor (laughs) yep 
<laughs> like, he's, it's like, not like she's like, in the middle and he's, like, below her. Nope. He's just lying on the floor. Yeah, her butt is on the bottom step. Yep. He's so then on... how is his head so high up? Because he is, like, splayed out. Like, if you think about the height of a single stair. Sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, he's know. just... Hard to imagine. Yeah, that's why it's my worst. Even though I really like that moment overall. Well, I'm picking this, which we already talked about, but I'm picking it anyways. The rock shuddered, and a piece, M-dash, about an eighth of the mass, M-dash, <laughs> broke off at an invisible fault line and crashed to the ground. Like, yeah, that's how rocks, they break. I, yeah. I, I've seen a rock, rock break. Broke. I know how it breaks. Right. <laughs> Why do I need to know it's an eighth of the, mass. the rock? An invisible fault line. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't Are you sure it was invisible to her? The fault line wasn't there before, so Couldn't that makes this extra wild. Oh my god. <laughs> um, my worst is one that Maya kind of touched on, where Bella's like, you're the prettiest, I assure her, and Edward says, I'm not sure I can agree with that. And I'm like, bitch, your baby understands you. Yeah, she knows. She comprehends. It's not even a regular baby. If I was, like, a child and, like, my father regularly told me that my mom was prettier than me, I would have such a complex. (laughs) It's it's just rude. It's just rude. Even (laughs) even if you mean it. And honestly, yeah, that makes sense. Okay? She is perfection at this point and she's sparkly don't fucking say it to me tell her in private yeah Yeah. when i'm not around (laughs) to hear you with my baby understanding and being pretty isn't like the end all be all of everything but i'm gonna believe that in this moment yeah but it's just rude (laughs) you're making me feel like it's important dad (laughs) and the fact that it's her mom like if i were hanging out with you guys and like somebody walked over and was like "Mm." Olivia is the prettiest of you three. I'd be like, <laughs> well, and no, why did you need to no, mention the context? It? Like, no, the context was already that her internal thought was, I am not as pretty as my mom. Because I Bella don't goes to comfort her, like, no, you're pretty also. And you're he's the like, prettiest. No, you were right. She is prettier than you. <laughs> no. Renesmee was correct. Yeah. Like, he literally just, like, goes back to her own internal insecurity that she already has at three days old. And, and, like, and it's like, a three days old. And I'm like, yep, this is where we He's get like, yes, our correct. shit. You are not as beautiful as your mom. <laughs> and and so, you like, should feel bad about it. And it just becomes so obvious to me that when my therapist is like, listen, you learned this when you were a baby. And I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But no, it's right here. (laughs) It's right here. (sighs) Renesmee is going to be fucked up forever. She oh, absolutely. She didn't have I just a watch, I'm watching it happen. In there's a lot me. of reasons why Renesmee is going to be <laughs> yeah, fucked up. Yeah, she didn't have a single shot. <laughs> Not a single shot. Uh, is that all of us? Um, my I, best is going to yeah. be one that I already read. Sturdy is good. Charlie said, seeing my expression. Then he muttered to himself, "She'll need to be tough, surrounded by all this craziness." Um, I wouldn't have thought about the word sturdy in that way. Yeah. But the fact that he did, I think, really speaks to, like, his grandfatherly love already. <laughs> he wants her to be sturdy. Yeah. It's really sweet. <laughs> I love, I I just came across this sentence and I really liked it. Uh, and it just says, they're, like, sitting on the couch and it just says, 
Charlie patted his stomach absently. I'll think of something. What a grandpa. And and just a movement that we are not seeing at all with vampires absently patting their own stomach. Span your stomach. Like, we'll think of something. What no Carlisle was like, all right, noted. That is a human movement. Right. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking. I was just imagining a vampire who has picked up all of the physical ticks of the wrong person, <laughs> like of a demo, like like it, the like the vampire guy. looks like a seventeen-year-old girl, and like and has just... picked up all the physical ticks of a grandpa. <laughs> That's hilarious. She like walks in and like puts her hand kind of like, like on, on her side back. behind her back and like looks around, like <laughs> stretching it out, and just like takes like five minutes to get out of her chair. <laughs> she she like ties something in the back of a pickup truck and like kind of you know does that and is like that's not going anywhere. I like the like pushing your your glasses, glasses up by up. the middle. Yeah. Or, like, wearing them around her neck. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Thanks for hanging around. Email us with questions, comments, or pro travel tips for Paris and or that place in Switzerland, Switzerland. Maya said, at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast and join the ranks of our patrons. Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Limi, Chance, Kings, Gambit, Mary, Melissa, Rachel, Olivia, Sabine, Hannah, Aaron, Maddie, Madeline, and Dionysian Thurses. Wow. You can follow us at Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Smire. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by me, cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. We'll be back, I think, in about two weeks. Something like that. Something like that. And if you don't like it, look, you can bite me, okay? (laughs)